Hello, and welcome to another of our short podcasts focused on the event industry. Now, in this episode, we look at sustainability once again, this time with Ellie Ashton Melia. Uh, she's community lead of ILA, a non profit organization founded by event professionals and industry leaders that focuses on a sustainable future for events. Ellie, thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk to us. Oh, thank you very much for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Well, it's been a couple of years since our last podcast on sustainability. Uh, I then spoke with your co-founder, uh, Anna. Some of the people uh, may not have heard that podcast. Some people may have not have discovered your organisation. Maybe you could give us a, a two-minute resume of what Isla's all about. Yes, so Isla is the independent event sustainability body. So we are an organisation that is looking at accelerating the events industry's transition to uh, a greener, fairer future. The fact is the climate crisis is here, it's upon us, and we believe that the UK event sector and hopefully the global event sector can rise to that. So what we do as as an industry body is that we work with organisations, with our education programme. We've developed multiple kind of action-driven solutions from carbon measurement platform Trace right through to consultancy that we work directly with brands on, um, as well as various other um, projects and solutions that hopefully um, is going to help create that future and support businesses each and every step of the way. You're, you're right about it being a, a very today thing. I mean, the, the weather this summer all over Europe, um, some places very hot, some places very wet. We hear on the, the, the forecast all the time about uh, the jet stream moving into the wrong place and what have you. It's a very today thing, isn't it? It is, and I think particularly, this is at more of a global level, but when we start talking around 2030 and 2050, that seems like such a far end goal and we don't really know what that's going to take to get there but I think what we need to really acknowledge is that we are feeling it right now and when Anna probably initially talked to you will have been around two years ago that will have been that 2021 that's was nine years away from the world needing to slash its missions by 50 percent to reach that 2030 goal and now I'm sat here talking to you and that's 6.5 years away it's, it's frightening yeah that deadline's creeping ever closer and I think that's what we need to start realizing and it's the small things now that create that snowball effect that allow us to get there but at the moment I feel across the the globe everyone's pulling in different directions a little bit so you know hopefully what we can do at isla is bring everyone on together in the event sector to move kind of forward and make sure that we're sat here at 2030 going we actually did manage to do everything that we set out to achieve so in that two years um things have moved on things are different i mean you arrived you weren't <laughs> there two years ago so what's your role in the organization my responsibility or what my day-to-day -day is at isla is to create the vision for the isla community what keeps me very much on my toes is the balancing of the needs and wants of the Isla community and what does that mean and how can we create make sure that Isla is developing resources and practical guidance and solutions and also enabling those opportunities for knowledge sharing to happen to address some of those needs and wants so we really want to be the driving force behind the events industry's transition referring back to just for those that have or haven't listened to the the podcast that you initially did with Anna. At that time, we will have been around f working with around 58 event organisations, I believe. Predominantly, we were launched with 12 founding member agency members. We at that time we were probably that 58 organisations that um, when I certainly came into Isla and started heading that up were predominantly agencies. We were focused on practical guidance and support. Um, to help organisations navigate environmental issues. 
Um, and I think at the time there was a, you know, a, the line build back better. <laughs> and sometimes greenery in many cases was certainly used a lot, especially for our industry arising from the, the pandemic ashes. So there was opportunity to do things differently and break that mould of the build and burn industry in which we've comfortably operated in for, for a very, very long time. And Isla was there to lead the shift. So over that time, we've shifted um, and evolved our offering in line with that industry needs. So when we kind of started out, it was very much focusing on upskilling an industry. What was sustainability? How do we even start to bring that into our events? Sat in silo, it was something that was an add-on. And we had we acknowledged that we need to kind of bring everyone to that kind of same knowledge uh, knowledge level. So uh, we kind of launched an education programme we host at that point our 101 modules 102 103 some listeners may have actually been through some of those modules um we had our first member event and we were on the cusp of launching proceed which was um, our global event sustainability framework which is a free resource for the global events industry to access um but in that time we've acknowledged as adoption of sustainability is happening across the, the industry um, and beyond at a global level and we become more knowledgeable about the science and everything else we've also acknowledged that and moved forward so although education is fundamental to navigating this turbulent and unclear future we've addressed that with our isla solutions involving with that industry needs so we now have broadened out a lot of what we do we have a consultancy arm now that's working on specific projects um for with brands which has been really one insightful for us we've learned a lot about the way that brands operate uh, which is going to help the obviously wider isla community when you're the one receiving the brief on your desk um but as well supporting them directly we've evolved our education we're evolving our events program um and you know proceed has also now been launched well it's been in the ether for about two and a bit years now when people are being getting used to using that best practice framework to deliver their events so in fact all of our members uh, that come through the door at isla still go through that 101 module that kind of fundamentals of sustainability but you know all the other solutions are more to come as well i think definitely it feels like we have moved on. I, I walked into the office the other day and one of our new employees, new in the industry, was sitting on a call doing one of your uh, training sessions and that wouldn't have happened, you know, all those years ago. So things are, they're, they're heading in the right direction. I think on one of those things, what you know, what can we do? And measuring has been the thing, you know, we can't manage what we don't know about, so so we have to measure it. The product that you call Trace, I think, is 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 probably worthy of a of a minute or so on that so tell us about trace yes so we launched trace uh, last year we've got a bit of a saying at isla is you can't manage what you don't measure how are you meant to know that the different design and delivery decisions that you have made have actually had an impact so by launching this platform in real time any event organizer is able to pull insights on the way that they're shaping their events so that's been really exciting for us. It's given us a huge amount of data um, to start understanding the UK event sector in particular. But um, for those that don't know about Trace, what does it measure? Well, it, when we talk around our event operations, it's looking at things like your catering, your venue energy, your travel and transportation. So getting your information 
infrastructure from A to B, your audience travel, your team travel, your accommodation, uh, production materials or so fabrication and build right through to then print items as well. We want to be able to make a tool that people could run with. They didn't need to keep referring to someone to go and crunch the data for them. So what Trace allows any event organised to do and now, you know, suppliers can measure as well uh, by being invited to the platform is to be able to kind of you know, input the information themselves and, like I said, be able to present back to clients exactly what the impact of their decisions are, maybe picking and selecting idea, um, different options between them as well. I should say, it's for those that don't like filling in forms or doing their expenses, it is not as bad as it sounds. It, <laughs> it is uh, amazing also when you start to see the results. And um, I find myself in meetings now talking to clients and when they say, oh, you know, you've, you've chosen a fish for the uh, for the main course for our gala dinner and you go yes because you're not having beef because i've seen the figures yeah it's like data-driven events essentially if you can show a client why they should go for an option one option over another based on its impact then that's a really powerful thing and i mean that meeting when i was just giving one example of you know let's go for a fish main course uh, you know, people around the table, actually, that'll make a change. That'll be nice. And and, it, and then people understand why. And, and yeah, no, it, it, it it's all moving us forward. I was I was reading your temperature check yesterday, and there's some there's some quite nice graphs in that as well. A few that were a bit surprising, actually. There's the dietary stuff, beef and lamb, a lot more carbon emitted from there. The getting on a plane in business class, clearly we understand that. The signage stuff, I've been a, on a bit of a crusade, so we're, we're, we're trying to not use Fomex and bits and pieces now. And, and those dreadful pull-ups, I, I've got some nice wedge banners that you can you can put some sustainable board. That, that all kind of works. The single-use bamboo was the one that struck me. I suddenly went, I thought bamboo was, was really good, but if it's single-use, not so good. No, I think that's the thing where we we still don't really know right now and this is a a global challenge as well as one within the felt within the event sector is we don't know the cost of sustainability one financially and two environmentally when you're going down the route of like bamboo or eco products it's really thinking about end of life and i could really go down a bit of a rabbit warren with it because I also hate vegware, but that's another conversation about you can't stick it in your compost or in your garden and expect all your, your coffee cups to break down because it just doesn't work that way because, the, you know, you need to do it in an industrial composter. But you've gone out and made such an effort to think, oh, I've gone for the eco-friendly, and I hate the term eco-friendly, actually. I think there's words like this are really, really harmful and... I don't want to say greenwash because everyone is terrified of greenwashing, but you know, you've gone out there as an event organiser to come up with the best solutions. You're being presented with all these options and things like bamboo and vegware and even looking at alternatives in, in print. If you haven't got an end of slice solution that's actually fit for purpose, um, depending on where you're delivering that event, then actually it may not be the best option. So, you know, sometimes going for plastic option that is can be recycled much more easily um is better but again without the data and that's the beauty of measuring through trace and us to be able to have the temperature check report what that means in the future as we grow that data set is that we're going to start being able to really actually say no this is this isn't good for the planet and this may it makes you question 
And I think that's really important. You just don't have to accept everything that's put in front of you. Sometimes you can interrogate it. And I think that's what we need to get really good at, whether it's interrogating a brief, interrogating our materials and its life cycle assessment, whether it's interrogating your suppliers or even yourselves within the team. Like there's lots of, and without data, we can't start doing that. So that's kind of, you know, on the bamboo front, there's lots of those kind of things, I think, unfortunately, but hopefully we're going to get there where that grey area um, will no longer exist. I, I, I'm sensing your passion, and I think there could be another three podcasts just on <laughs> on on some of those subjects there. But we, we we clearly haven't got time to do everything today. But it is good that now information is is out there, and we can actually, when we ask the questions, there are answers coming back. And maybe that wasn't happening pre-pandemic, certainly. And Isla is uh, is filling up a, a bit of a hole there for, for for us in the in the industry. So what's next? What's the goal for the next one or two years? Is there something high on the agenda? For those that haven't read the temperature check report, I would really highly recommend doing it. But we, as part of that, we launched our theory of change, which is basically a change system or an approach to how we see for Isla what our vision is in the process of transforming the event sector to create that kind of greener, greener fairer future. So in the short, to, short, medium term, what we're trying to look at is you know, the adoption of measurement. The more people we get measuring, the more data we can collect, the more temperature, annual industry temperature checks, and you never know, global temperature checks we can start releasing. And we're now including the trace community, um, working with around 250 organisations, and that's only ever going to grow. And, and I think the more we can try and to connect people within that which is what my job is is to connect people within our community to come up with solutions um, that's really important whether that's working um, within action groups or whether that is funding um, we're a non-for-profit so all, every penny that we we have left in the pot goes back into isla to, to create more opportunities for change and we really want to help fund that transition as well which is why we will remain to be a non-for-profit I also think there's an opportunity for us within the education space to develop our education to reach far greater audiences as well. So thinking what that means, just not even within the Isla community or the members themselves, but outside of that as well. How can we get more people educated and upskilled? We need to improve our carbon literacy in the event industry. We're still struggling with getting the carbon literacy right, and rightly so, it's really confusing. But I used to be an event producer myself and event producers or anyone that's delivering an event whether you're in an event services business whether you're um, a venue or anybody else you have this kind of instinct around how much things will cost in your budget you can say I can kind of get that this is going to cost it had this much um and we want to roughly you want to kind of we want people to be able to develop that skill with carbon by being able to go, I reckon the carbon footprint of that is around about this and then making intuitively without even needing in time, well, you will always need your trace to be accurate. But when you're delivering your event, it's like automatic because you know your instinct is to pick one thing over another because you know that that will have a smaller carbon footprint. And I think that's really exciting that in something that we're really trying to focus on developing is that carbon an instinct amongst event professionals and whether that's going to be through education whether that's through the adoption of trace or all the other things we're doing is really exciting as well i i feel i've taken a baby step towards that i now know a bit about the dietary and the signage stuff and there's there's so much more mm -hmm. to learn but um but yeah you have to take that first step don't you so uh, i will try harder i promise yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and i certainly will 
give the uh, the temperature checker a, a second read. Uh, for those that don't know where it is and who would like to get more involved and maybe talk to you and your team and uh, and what have you, where, where, how do we do that? Where, where to get in touch? Well, you can just head over to the Isla website. It's probably the easiest way. Um, we've got the temperature check um, on the website so you can download that as well and it's accessible across a lot of kind of the event industry titles and um, if you do need to get in contact with us um, the contact us page sounds very simple but that's probably the best way to get a hold of us we've got a growing team we've got lots of people within the business that can help you out as well or you'll see us events we're very busy here i'm talking to you today on a podcast we've got people across the team here there and everywhere at all different types of events so if you do come and see us or you spot the isla sign then just come and chat to us Okay, give us that web address just once more. Um, that's www.weareisla.co.uk. And thank you for uh, your time today. Hopefully I've given you a, a good update of where we are and where we plan to go. And, you know, in a couple of years' time, I can actually say, guess what, Martin, we actually did more, a lot of the things that I talked about today. Well, I'm certainly going to be talking to uh, a few other people on the subject of sustainability in podcasts coming up over the next few weeks. I've got a, a venue lined up to uh, to talk to me and also one of the big AV suppliers. So it'll be interesting to see what their take is on all this. But for now, uh, Ellie, thank you very much. Uh, you'll find other podcasts focused on the event industry linked to this one. We're adding to the library all the time. So please pop back and see us soon. I'm Martin Blunt. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.